0: Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Marketing Minions. Here we talk about women call the professionals, the women entrepreneurs of India. We invite a woman in business and try to know their stories and experiences so that we can learn from them. Today we have with us Rashida, a nutritionist. So Rashida, to begin with, could tell us a little about yourself and your professional background.
1: Uh, yeah, hi Arushi. I am a nutritionist, like you mentioned. I also take yoga classes and um, when I was uh, in college I did nutrition and uh, after that I took up to work. Uh, My first work uh, was at VLCC. I started as a counselor there and then escalated to being the slimming manager and then I moved to Hyderabad and I continued to work for a bit and then I figured that when you have a family life everything just can't you know run smooth I also figured that there were very many loopholes in the way the slimming industries were functioning and it wasn't really promoting people's health and well-being and so then that's when I decided that it's time I start working on my own so I would have just worked for a year after I kind of finished my college and then um, I started working on my own and uh I also had this advantage that I got married uh, to a person who was always into business and so he never fig- understood the idea of you know me having to work uh, in any any XYZ companies so he always encouraged that you know if you really want to do something we'll do it from home and it was very difficult for me to comprehend that I said no no we need a setup we need this we need that and he said everything will just work out eventually just start uh, begin you know and that that's exactly what happened i started to work uh, you know i would use part time uh, offices of doctors when during their off hours and um, I would go consult at uh, you know some yoga studios, fitness studios. All I would need is a table and a chair. I would somehow get them to arrange it. So there was a lot of passion involved. I was wasn't really very invested in marketing or wanting to spread the word. I knew that if I do you know good work, if I really can help even one or two people with improving their health and well-being, then everything is just going to work out eventually. And that's how it was. It I took baby steps and slowly, 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 slowly from working in in and around my radius. I'm now also working globally with you know companies and individuals and and uh, women organizations. I mean, if there's a long list, I can share it with you. And it's been a very beautiful journey being freelancing, being self employed. You have the freedom, the liberty of, you know, um, choosing. Uh, the the right thing to do because you know through with trial and error we always learn. A lot of things but when you are working under the company of somebody then it's very difficult for you to exercise the the realizations that have dawned on you because you are working in a big team Um, so but then when you are working on your own you you have that freedom to be able to keep mending amending things and you know improvising things and so that's why I feel it's been really a beautiful journey from just me being talking about diets and now talk about well-being lifestyle changes, to stress, to meditation, to, you know, I think I've now over the years covered every spoke of uh, health and well-being and how one can really arrive without making too many complications uh, and ha- with, with making very simple changes in the way they live, how one can live a happy, fulfilled and uh, simple and uh, life full of health and vitality. I think I I summed it all up, uh, Arushi, for you.
0: Yeah, so that's very true, you know, uh, when you start your own thing, you have the freedom to do anything that you want to do and you get, you're free to do anything because it's your thing. So out of the, you know, the thousands of fields that you could get into, how did you get about choosing fitness and, you know, this particular field of work?
1: Uh yes that's it's a really good question Arushi when I was a little girl when I was say 10-12 years old and when you know, vacations, aate the. my mother would be very, very annoyed if we would be sitting in front of the TV. We would have city cable and, you know, uh, not too many channels, but we would still be in front of the TV uh, back then, so many years back. And she would, you know, force us to go either for swimming or for cycling, or she would get us to, j- enroll for a yoga class and so that's how I have or we had a tt table at home in in the basement so she would be like go go play you're not going to be sitting here glued to the screen she would really call it the idiot box you know and Mm -hmm. so that's how we got into the habit of being very outdoor and you know and and another advantage being that i was always living in and around with my cousins who were all boys so even as i was growing up my mother had no hesitations with me playing with boys or being engaged with boys because she knew that they are all my cousins they are my like my my, my my brothers so, and we never had this gender bias anyway. So that way, being growing up with boys, being such an outdoor person, I think, uh, you know, being all the time at home, doing very all, only indoor activities is not uh, what, you know, I, I can do naturally. So that's how fitness just came very naturally to me
0: that's true so growing up what were your two favorite sports or you know activities that you used to do when you
1: used to go out I would go swimming very regularly even Mm -hmm. when the when it would be raining we would be swimming in the pool Uh, or even if it was winter the first jump in the pool would be like freezing we would even shout a scream out but we would go swimming (laughs) we <laughs> in winters also because why is i see we live in the tropical country winters is not like snowing or anything so that's why when when people tell me winter me even in Hyderabad even in winters i don't find it so chilling i go cycling even in winters if you just wear a you know a a, a thin sweater uh, uh then you you will not you will like the cold actually because that's how i have you know uh, uh gotten acclimatized from childhood uh mm. kabhi Lagi so because wo lok, wo si adat, we, we got our bodies, you know, a little, um, what do you say, uh, used to the little bit of the cold. We, we, unless you really, I, unless we go to really freezing temperatures, like, for, you know, my zero degrees or minus temperatures that go in, you know, uh, very low uh, in, in the single digits, then, then you can call it, yeah, it's, it's a very really freezing winter. But if you go to Australia or any of the cold countries for that matter uh, arushi you will notice that whether it is summer or winter people are wearing these tank tops and they are running you know for them it's not so cold you know so unless you really are going to allow your body to acclimatize to a particular uh, climatic condition outside you are going to be complaining cribbing only if you are going to be always having hot water baths and always staying in air conditioned environments fir to tumko thodi bhi thandi zyada thandi <laughs> <laughs> That's very true.
0: I do that all the time in winters, and I'm just like earlier. Oh, you know, like I used to go out pehle, like to school and college, mm-hmm. but the pandemic since mm-hmm. we were all home, now I'm just like mm-hmm. sitting in bed wrapped in my blanket, and I'm not doing anything, and I just feel colder mm-hmm. and colder every passing day. So yeah. do that, right?
1: sure. uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, so you have to allow their body to, you know, the little, little challenges that come because if you don't, then, you know, it's how it is Arushi in life. I'll tell you sometimes laziness when it creeps up onto me also, I've realized that life first hits you with a feather then it hits hmm. you with a brick and then it hits you with a truck. So, you understand that my body is signaling something to me and I have to fix things quickly, then it's good news. But if you're going to wait until things go really bad, your immunity crashes, you keep falling sick every now and then, every time you're feeling lazy, lethargic, all those things, if they creep in, then yeah, it's it, it's time to really wake up. <laughs>
0: That's true. As you mentioned, you know, laziness is a very big part of everyone's life. So uh, while you were, you know, uh, starting with your business and your venture, were you able, uh, like, was there a point of time where, you know, you thought you would give up or you can't do this anymore?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, yes, yes, this is wonderful, Arushi. Uh, you know, when I started off, firstly, I was never mentally prepared to kind of run something on my own. I felt I was so comfortable, you know, the comfort zone, like they say. VLCC was like as if uh, you know, I got a, it was like a silver spoon in my mouth. Everything was just ready made for me. The the key the, the the you know air conditioned cabins and such a beautiful setup. I you know that's how beautiful it was and then when I had to wean off from it and start something from scratch it felt like as if an ocean of things were on my head really was clueless. Ki kaise hoga ye sab. But if you have a lot of people who not going to be able to do and uh, somehow when I would look at the other women in the in my society, in my community, where who would be only masjid goers and who are who were only absorbed in religion and who would be only doing the gossiping. And when I would see that shallow type of lifestyle, it would drive me crazy to wanting to somehow pursue a career and since i had that exposure of working you know in a, in a professional setup i somehow in my head knew that bhaiya karne ka to hai hi kitna bhi mushkil kyun na ho uh, kahi to kahi kahi na kahi se to rasta niklega kyunki lifestyle to lead nahi karne ki hai You know, so actually, the other women in my community were my inspirer. You you will always find a and find some inspiration or a drive from somewhere. You will be able to draw that draw that energy to push yourself. So I found that that uh, you know from from the others whom I would see around me, and I said, no, this is not how my life will be like, and that was what kept pushing me to somehow find a way, somehow find a way. And when you really are persistent, I many a times. I won't deny it. I would feel that this is not going to work. This this is not going to work. Where I stay is not going to work. I would have a hundred things on my on my thing, on my mind. You know, those type of thoughts. But but I'm telling you the dri- the hugest driving factor has been that no if if I'm not going to do it somehow one way or the other uh, I will have to end up living a lifestyle I don't want to live so then somewhere some some hope and ray of light would keep coming in that despite of the challenges you you will still have to figure a way out Rashida and that's exactly what helped me uh, with you know pushing myself little by little little by little and um, yeah, so you know, and then the journey is beautiful. Every day if you remind yourself ki, nahi, so karne ka to hai because rasta hai nahi. Kar- nahi karungi to phir kya karungi. You know?
0: mm-hmm. That's actually mm-hmm. very inspiring to hear, you know, when you saw the other women, you know, busy in mm-hmm. their own business and you were like, Okay, I don't want to be a part of that, but sometimes like usually what I've seen is that people try to fit in to the society mm-hmm. uh, groups mm-hmm. that and mm-hmm. they like they don't end up doing anything because they're like you know if they're not doing, mm-hmm. doing anything then mm-hmm. I. <laughs>
1: Uh, Rushi, I won't deny it. I did try first two years of my married life. When I came into this setup here, I thought I let me fit in here because, you know, any, any, see, a mind is framed only the brain is framed only to find the easiest possible option, you know, shortcuts, uh, who mm-hmm. wants to study all the year uh, for uh, for a 10th board exam, everybody wants to quickly go through Past ten years question papers and uh, जो, जो types. You know, so we all are wired only that way, you know, And I also obviously did uh, want to kind of fit in but when i tried to fit in i figured that oh god this is even more difficult you know pe- people gossiping people you know so much of hypocrisy and i said no 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 and uh, when you've already lived a, a life that is a way higher uh, than than where you are trying to fit in then then it's a lousy thing to see if you if you fit into a situation where from from if like if you see how is it in life you want to grow isn't it you don't want to depreciate so from where where from my background, where I was coming, I was I had done things way better than what was already happening. So when I tried to fit in, I said that, no, this, this is suffocating me. It would really constrict my throat. It, my entire body would repel it. And so I said, no if I'm going to try and please others I'm completely displeasing myself and if I can't stay happy how can I keep a family happy and so that's when I withdrew completely after two years saying that this is not my cup of tea in fact I would say it to the people with whom I was trying to fit in and when they saw that suddenly I'm trying to withdraw uh, when they were when they were trying to you know um, uh, uh, kind of understand why am I doing it I told them very clearly that I tried to fit in here but this is not working for me because I think I'm cut out for something else, and so luckily I've been honest with everybody. Never tried to play games with anybody. Try kiya kahi pe kuch, nahi workout hua And luckily, I think these these challenges when they hit you, it's good. You know, you realize that no, this is not meant for you. You very clearly know, and that's when you kind of understand that you need to be paving your own path. You know.
0: So like when you told you know the people you were with that this is not my cup of tea you mentioned that you had a very uh, supportive husband that obviously plays a very big part big role you know because you always have someone to encourage you but were you like did you get criticized from the people you were hanging out with or maybe your family or maybe the society in because of being a woman entrepreneur?
1: Yes, yes, yes. There have been endless challenges. And uh, honestly, the that challenge only will give you a new, new. you know, see every time, how is it with a vehicle? You have to keep on refueling it uh, for it to keep going longer and longer distances. In the same way, when sometimes you find that motivation to kind of doing things, but maybe, or to find motivation on an everyday basis is challenging especially when you're working on your own but honestly every day when i would be facing challenges from counterparts of course they were though i was so honest clear with them and i really parted my ways from them in on on in the in the cleanest possible way i could see that there was jealousy there was envy they were resenting it but now that i knew one thing clearly in my head that i've left no dirt anywhere and there's been full clarity and transparency in the way i have worked um and and so i told them and and so every day their resentment their jealousy their envy the the you know the the, the other elders in the community would be you know kind, kind of they would all find me like a rebel when i was trying to fit in everybody was happy the minute i tried to withdraw and figure things out on my own because I was not happy obviously there was friction and it will be Arushi in everybody's situations there will be some or the other friction but it is this friction that is going to push you further if you are going to be able to take it in the right way it can either pull you down completely or it can be fuel for you to be able to move ahead Every time I would think of the fact that, oh God, these people don't like it. I, I need to get back to living uh, the, the lifestyle that the others are living and that's expected out of me. It would be fuel. Something inside me would just charge me. You try to move ahead in what you're doing. That would, so that it can, like I said, your challenges can either be your fuel or it can really drain you down, pull you down.
0: That's true. Life is never a smooth road. It's always very healthy.
1: <laughs> and like,
0: no matter what you do, like literally, even if you're like a millionaire or a billionaire, there <laughs> are still people saying something to you. So it's like, you know, you have to like ignore it. Like you said that you have to take it as a fuel and keep going. Instead of just <laughs> stopping. ha <laughs> <entertaining>. ha. <laughs> <laughs> So, ever since you started your business, like what is that one highest or the happiest moment in your business that you know made you feel this was all worth it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Arushi, after say around 10 years of me working, I was always happy, you know, whether I with now I have my own setup and it's so beautiful when I right now I'm sitting here in my setup. Never, it never feels like an office to me, it always feels like the most. Pleasant place. It's it feels like the place in my see my my office is just as adjacent a, an extended part of my house because you know we as women have to strike so many balances. So every time I walk into office, there is a surge of vibe that I feel, which is very positive, full of vitality. It just makes me feel so happy and it just encourages me that, Rashida, all these years of your efforts have brought you here, you know. And this place, Arushi, if you ever get a chance, please do come and visit me, um, you know. Uh, this place will give you that vibe. It will never make you feel like you're in, in an office or in like you're in a clinic. It, I never even call it a clinic. It's not even a clinic. It's a beautiful, it's like a lobby of a. Like of 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 a beautiful place where you might go to hang out too, you know. So mm-hmm. it's got that vibe, it's got that beautiful feel. Every client who, whether depressed or whether, you know, stressed, when they come here, they go back with really energies and vibes, and they're like, We are glad we came here rather than doing a telephone consultation. So that that is the energy that this place contains. And I think it's all that effort that I've put in, you know, jitnify. Mm-hmm life it all adds up never feel that karke kya fayda. many a times you won't be able to see the result for the effort you're putting in but trust me it's getting recorded somewhere somewhere where you you don't have a track of but it is every little eff- if you're going to be working with integrity then whatever you're doing is getting recorded somewhere. And trust me, someday it will just show to you. Like the way I told you, the, the feel in my own workplace is so, so uh, lifting. You know, it lifts my spirits up every day. When I in, come to office in not so very, you know, good moods, the office lifts my, my spirits up, honestly. So uh, it's my office uh, that I have now, you know, that I use every day for for meditation, for consultations, for my yoga classes that really gives me that, uh, you know, peace of mind, happiness, that bliss. Okay, everything good.
0: <laughs> I think, yes, it's very important to, you know, have an environment uh, where you're in, where you're doing your work to be very positive and very nice. Because if, if your environment isn't, you know, if your environment is not making you feel good, then you're not going to be able to do your work. Like you mentioned earlier as well, like, you know, when you were talking to those um people around your colony and, and everything and you weren't feeling happy and you were like if this is not making me happy i wouldn't be you know making everyone else happy or making my family happy that's the same way with you know even um inanimate objects or like um non-living things around them.
1: yes Yes, you are your own light always, Arushi. You know, many a times we feel friends, you know, and you know, we judge people and we kind of all are always analytical. Are these people good enough? To okay, I understand that to have good company is really good, but now, you know, Arushi, I was I've always been in that phase where I would be evaluating whether this person is good, good to be friends with or not because, of course, I would always want to be in good company, but now I think I've reached a phase. Where I can be friends with anybody, anybody and everybody without any kind of evaluation. Like literally there would be no parameters because I think I figured now at this point in my life that I am my own light. You know, it's never that when you're trying to always, uh, you know, um, seek friendships uh, with certain parameters, it means that uh, you are still kind of trying to withdraw or use somebody else energy. If you have kind of arrived at uplifting your own energies by doing certain practices or by adhering to your own discipline, or by setting your lifestyle in certain in a way that where you, nothing is more important but yourself and then everything else, then you will notice that whoever comes in your life, whether an offending family member or whether any other person who is trying to seek a you'll become a magnet to people. You know, mm-hmm. you just kind of light a lamp in their life because you have become the light of your own life.
0: That's very true. You are your own motivation. And like a lot of people say, like, at the end of the day, only you are meant for yourself. Like you are going to stand up for yourself and no one else is going to be standing up for you. So that's very true. Yes, so, uh, since You've been, you know, doing this for so long. Did the pandemic changed how, you know, you were working? Or like, did, did it affect your
1: business in any way? yes yes arushi of course it did um, in a way that you know you know it it will sound very uh, you know uh, ab- absurd but honestly in the pandemic the work doubled and the work doubled in a way where i had to only work online online ka kam itna bad gaya ki i would be literally feeling i'm just sitting in front of the screens and uh, you know doing nothing else and the phones would batteries would just die out. The phones were like, had become like landlines. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they would always be uh, connected to the charger. And then I noticed that when I was going out and working, it, it's I was be able to kind of, you know, exchange a vibe with people. See, when you meet somebody, it's a it's a completely different ball game compared to trying to do all that work only through the device. I won't deny it. Of course, it's a huge, huge advantage. But I started realizing that somehow that exchange of energy, that exchange of vibe which that was happening personally was not happening through the online sessions because audios would, you know, that that continuous flow of the entire sessions would not be so so, you know, so good. And there would be audio issues and video issues and somebody interrupting and all of those things. Uh, And so then I figured that, uh, you know, I need to cut down on my work because it's making sense. Uh, See, at the end of the day, I'm trying to enrich a life. I'm trying to give them health. I'm not giving them. Of course, it's they who have to bring it into their own lives. But I am at least pushing in, pushing them in that direction. So the, that little thing that I am doing from my end, I have to do it effectively and it can't be adha adura. and that's when I figured that I'm not going to do so much of online work because nothing is coming out of it. Nothing is coming out of it in the sense not monetarily because I arushi from day one i have never worked so much for the money i have always worked to be to for self growth ka and only when you are all the time doing something to kind of you know up your own game isn't it so uh, then i figured that how am i helping somebody? Or in such big big groups how am I even being able to monitor things and and so that's when I figured that would I would rather do one-on-one classes where I'm still able to you know keep that energy and that why that energy exchange is most important Aroshi in in when we do any kind of a session whether it is a counseling session whether it is a yoga session whether it is meditation it's that energy exchange. We are trying to give away something which they want to try to retain for themselves in their own practice, you know. So um, uh, that, which, when it was it was not happening, that's when I kind of cut down work. I cut down work so drastically. I would refer it to different people uh, who who thought that no, online. Is, and I wouldn't say that online uh, has not worked for many people. In fact, they've really took it, taken it up really well and as a matter of fact Arushi I have been working so endless for so many endless years online only that actually didn't make much of a difference but the workload that increased during the pandemic I think I was not able to handle it so much no no no, I alone can't do justice to so much of work I would rather do little work but good work rather than you know sleeping at at the end of the day feeling not fulfilled so that's how I kind of cut down on during the pandemic, and then of course, of course, there were factors involved as well. I had my children at home and earlier the school was early taking responsibility of them. Then I figured that ki the school's ki responsibility was to So then I didn't, I and it's not that the children are my responsibility, but again, I'm also like, you know, um, somebody who who is always there in the background for them. So I needed to be there for them. I couldn't just be so involved with work. So the work-life balances have to be always taken care of, Arushi. Otherwise, you'll do justice to none. Won't be a good homemaker. Won't be a good uh, professional.
0: So as you mentioned that, you know, you have been working um, online for a long long time, even before COVID. Mm. So did you struggle with it initially, you know, to set up your business online?
1: No, not really. In fact, I think uh, to set up a physical business is actually more challenging. You know, yeah. you'll, need, you'll need more hands and there's more, I don't know, there's so much more involved running about in uh, and other, other things. I don't know because I've not done so much of it. Uh, but yeah, setting up online businesses are, are very, very easy. That's why you see so much of nonsense also happening because it's so easy to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very true. So how did you um, get
1: to know about paying follow professionals? professionals? Uh, I don't know. You you messaged me once. So that's how I got to know about. And I felt it was a good thing, you know, because if uh, if entrepreneurs and, you know, people who have started off things on their own, if they are getting a chance to share how their journey has been, it will be very inspiring for very, very many near, young uh, people who are, uh, you know setting off because that's the time you need maximum amount of motivation because that's the time when you are in the maximum amount of dilemma about is this going to work is, you will have a lot of uh, you know care, cares and concerns about what you're because these, these those are your initial steps it's a, it's a baby isn't it that you're you know handling so if you have i had nobody uh, arushi that's why i when I, when i uh, got to hear from you first i said no I'll, I'll try and share every little thing that i can remember because if if that fuel i can be fueled to someone you know uh, in in their journey so if mm-hmm. if i am able to do it then of course i mean if if journey is si smooth then it's me,
0: that's true so like where do you see your business in one year i'm sorry where do you see your business in one year like future may ek sal mein, like where do you
1: ha. see yourself ha so uh honestly i've never like been like a very very um uh, you know like uh, most pe- businesses have their targets and goals uh, i've always had uh goals for my business in terms of in what more can i do to simplify people's life when it comes to the health and health-related issues. So I uh, now am looking a lot towards the spirituality aspect of well-being because that is very neglected. We that seeds, nuts, fruits, healthy eating and exercise has been overemphasized. And there are aspects of life and well-being which have been neglected. So um, I'm, I'm looking at all those aspects now for helping people with healing, recovery and, um, of course, for, for their well-being.
0: Yeah, that's actually very true. I hope that the thing that we're working towards is, you know, uh, people actually start following it and taking into consideration uh, the things that you're spreading so if you had to give one advice to the fellow entrepreneurs or, you know who want to start up their own businesses then what would that advice be
1: I think I would just tell them one thing and that is just don't give up Agar some, something inside you is asking you to do something, don't give up on it. There will be hundreds of things that will try to, you know, think otherwise. Uh, stay put. Tell yourself there will be bad days, which is okay. Uh, but I'm not going to give up because this is my calling from from my voice inside me. That
0: no, is very true. You have to keep going despite of everything
1: that is Yeah, true. you just want to stay put, ha, huh, ha. Huh. Yeah,
0: it was really lovely talking to you Rashida, and knowing about your journey it is honestly very inspiring to hear where you know all the steps you took and all the challenges you faced and I'm sure everyone listening would have loved to hear about your story uh,
1: the, it's really sweet of you Aroshi, to arrange this and um, I really hope wish and pray that whoever is taking out the time to hear this hell it's somewhere something sparks to kind of you know pull off their own strings mm mm-hmm. so uh,
0: where can uh, where can the listeners find you online
1: uh, where can they find me they can reach out to me on my number i am not very accessible on any portals the way i was earlier i told you i am cutting down on work because i would rather do good work rather than doing more work so yeah they, the way to reach out the easiest way to reach to me is through my phone
0: Right. Thank you so much, Nashida. It was lovely speaking to you. To listen to more such stories of women entrepreneurs, followers at Pink Collar Professionals. Let's catch up in our next episode with one more such interesting story. Till then, keep listening, keep learning and have fun.